Hey, yo, check your thermostat because it's not just Houston that's hot, mother, mother. Yeah. <laughs> back it's pod, ladies, gentlemen, days, dems, all of our beautiful listeners, we are back. It is your boy, Defendity, the host that stay doing the most. Brought to you, as always, the champion of the people, your favorite rapper, Nick Bean, on the scene. What's good, my chip, dude? Chip. Chit, chit. What's good, man? Chilling. And last, in your favorite streamer, Como se dice, Cruz. Bow, bow, bow. What up? All right, my boys, we are here. We made it. It's another beautiful, I would say, well, I put beautiful in air quotes Sunday because uh, if you're in the Houston area or anywhere generally in um, the south part of Texas, you're hot right now, and not on some Mims. This is why I'm hot. Like not on some Nelly hot and her. It's like I don't know, Beam. How would you describe the the current scene, temperature wise? Ma'am, it's hot, <laughs> and they say it's, it's hot it's, too. It's so hot that when you go outside, you be like. Damn, it's hot. I heard it's hot out there too, man. Yeah. Hot. So, heat advisory. There's been a heat advisory every day for like two weeks. Like a, a week Jesus. and a half going on two weeks. And we don't see an end to it. Um, so, we're not a political podcast sometimes. But climate change deniers, come to the fucking front, please. Because I, <laughs> my hands just have some things that they need to ask you, um, like what local hospital you want to go to. Because what the fuck, like it's supposed to be this hot, but it's June, my G. This is late July, August, hot. Mm-mm. I went in my car to go get my groceries. My car said one ten, one ten. Black leather interior. Not fun. Nah, that's crazy. Nasty. Remote start? I, no. Nine and twenty. I kicked team. it up to a uh, from from a heat advisory to an excessive heat warning. Mm. So they done they done doubled up on us. So they said it's hot, and then they were like, "Nah, it's kind of hot too, though." <laughs> they <laughs> they spun the block on the heat. <laughs> they spun the oh, block. Man, I can't believe I'm, it. Pretty sure that um, this from from when it started to this past Friday, it is the hottest June stretch of heat on record. It's never been this hot for this long. It's inappropriately insane, crazy. It's insane. God, well, I mean that's one of the only hot things about the summer. Um, you know. We got a, there are a lot of cool things, like, like cool as in like not hot, like at all, like very mid. And that's generally how I feel about um, the summer game conferences. Um, but we can dabble into that a little bit later. But like, all I'm saying is it's hot. And um, I can't even take the dog outside because it's animal abuse. I got Yo, people looking at him like, 
Um, we're going to go to jail if I take you outside. So we not, we're just going to be in the house looking at each other until it's 930 when it's only 82 degrees outside. At right. night? It's at 82? Night. At night. It does not take like 100. It does no, not take like 70 anymore. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. nothing to do. I don't I don't know what else to do. Because if, if July and August is, is worse than this, I don't know, man. I'm selling my, my assets my, and moving. I'm s- selling my assets to pay for my energy bill. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. buddy. <laughs> too adult, too adult. Back it up, back it up. All right, all right. Back it on up like a U-Haul truck. <laughs> Um, so Beam, we got some good news, right? We are, first of all, everyone, we're just going to clap for ourselves. You know, the boys are on a tea break. And if you don't know what I mean, when I say that it's a tolerance break, we had to reset our levels. Um, there's been no weed in the month of June. And, uh, um, you mean ever? How you feeling, buddy? Weed. I don't I don't do that. What's that? But uh, <laughs> man, it's um f- clear clear headed, fresh headed, getting a lot more administrative stuff done. Mm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just just the fog has been lifted for a little while, and you don't even notice, right? After a, after a certain time, it just becomes like maybe an everyday thing, every night thing, every other day thing. How however you choose. Um, mm-hmm. But the but the break is always is always healthy, man. I always like take I take take one yearly, maybe maybe buy buy yearly every six months or something like that. Right. So when you just said just, fog now, I got a little PTSD from a couple weeks ago up here. It was foggy. Too much smoke. Too much smoke. Oh, oh yeah. Too much fires. Fire. Oh, Yo, it's man. been a wild month of weather. Like I feel like for the, for the United States in general. I mean, every year it's something new. Um, Remember when they were making, like in the early 2000s, they were making uh, movies about like all these weather catastrophes. And we were just large scale PSAs. Like the day after tomorrow or some other shit like that. Yeah, they're just large scale PSAs. And now we're in them. We're in the movies right now. We are literally in speak. God damn it. Again, God. climate change deniers. Why I Because you guys oh, are man. misleading the public. Dude, yeah, the sidebar, I, but good for you on your tea break. Proud of you guys. Yeah, I personally um, hate it. Um, I don't <laughs> hate it. The, the, so here's, let me be specific. The thing I hate is that like dreams have come back and are Ugh. donkey kicking me right in the face like do you under like i have such vivid dreams now that in like it in influences my sleep behavior so i was asleep one time and like i don't know sometimes in my dreams i'd be fighting and i know this is how my subconscious hates me is because like my like i will set myself up to lose the fight like my In body will dream? just go in slow motion and I like will somehow miss my target. So like I I'm a stomach sleeper, so like I don't know what I was doing sleeping on my back, but like I was in this dream and I like really needed to kick the shit out of this person. Like they were hunched <laughs> over and it was either like I kick you in the face now and bust a move out of here, or it's a wrap for me. And so I go to kick this person in the face. 
and I double dolphin kick in real life. Both my legs shoot up, and I wake up, and I'm like, what? Huh? What? Um, yeah, I also will start talking in the dream, and I am I need to convince them so bad about, like, this is the course of action that I will oh, wake up to myself talking. Um, and so, yeah, dreams, get them things out money. of here. I'd get pay the money bro. to see that. Yeah, so... This is a PSA. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> Just from me. Just from me. This does not reflect the beliefs of the Bad Kids Pod. But God damn it. If it keeps the dreams away. And like they're not even like bad, like nightmarish dreams. I'm just so done of doing activities in my sleep that I wake up tired. Like, nah, I'm over it. Big time over it. That's hilarious. Can't, won't, shan't, will not, cannot. Nah, no more. No mas. <laughs> yeah, I can second that, man. They they came back with a vengeance. I usually don't dream. And then like even if I do dream, don't you don't remember it so mm-hmm. much. But I I, I'm I think isn't all like it, doesn't like everyone dream, but it's just a matter of whether or not you remember or not. Yeah. I think so. I'm well, pretty um, sure that's I, how it works. One of the things about when you smoke regularly is it like suppresses that part of your brain. So like remembering your dreams is like significantly harder. So what I happens when that, what do you call it when that happens, but you don't smoke asking for myself? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> We're going to have Maybe a scientist I should go do on a the sleep podcast study. one day. Yo, sleep study is important. And, and we are talking all the, all about this uh, can, cannabis and withdrawing and not really withdrawal because no physical symptoms, just, you know, things happening when you imbibe. Just, and just a, you an itch that you can't scratch. Right. Um, that that's one of the uh, draws for legalizing it for veterans because when you partake, you don't have dreams, and a big part of PTSD mm, when mm-hmm. you come back nightmares. from war is dreams, you know. And it's not so much you know you got a pain pills and melatonin and you're popping all this this and that like you could just like light something up and then you don't have right. dreams anymore. It's just you know or one eat. of the benefits of. One or the other. Same same mm-hmm. thing, man. Same. Uh, helps with appetite. Helps with anxiety. Helps with all, all sorts of things. Um, it also helps keep black people in prison. So that's why they like it for so now. Much. For now. Where's the horn? Oh, well, you know what? There it is. There it is. The truth, ladies and gentlemen. You don't need truth social. You just need us. You just need us. Truth social. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um... So it's the middle of the summer, and um, we're just going to take a moment to appreciate what what once was, and that was E3. Because, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, they took E3 to the back of the shed and put two to the back of its head. E3 I would have said dead. three. Th- okay. Get it? I'm, I'm <laughs> yes. with you on three. I'm with you on three. All right, fine. Three shots Three. to the back. E3. That was it. <laughs> Dunzo. Done. Now everybody wants to do their own thing and then hog up your afternoons over several motherfucking days. And they're all like these private like showcases, conferences. And so before we even get into like what people were serving up, how do you feel about like 
E3 being this big trade show where people got to see, explore, be present and all that. Like, you know, we were down bad during COVID. No one could do anything. But like we were, you know, they were primed to make a resurgence. And now everyone is essentially taking their ball and gone home. Like, how do you guys feel in general about the move that these studios are making? Honestly, I think it was only a matter of time. Uh, the writing has been on the wall for a couple years now. Um, <sighs> lack of forward thinking from whoever runs E3. Mm. Um, I think it's it's. Uh, I think her name is Debbie Cutshaw. Debbie Cutshaw, you got to do better. I don't know how much you're getting paid and your your CEO and founder wage. Like you got to do better. Like you 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 should have known after the first couple of times that the major people pulled out and started making their own thing, that eventually your shit was just going to get canceled. I mean, <clears throat> soon as soon as Sony did, I think they were, they were the first or Nintendo. I don't remember which, which of the two are the first, but this was like well before the pandemic. But I, 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 agree Sony? With, I agree with the beam. Yeah. I think, I think it was Sony, right? That they, they were the first Sony ones to playing with others. They hate it so much. It's well, my favorite thing you about have, them. When you have so many things going for you at that point in time, why? Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think they were the first to pull back, and then they had did, they were they were already rolling out like their state of plays every so often, and then they they saved their own showcase. I think they only did like two or three of them for the end of the year. It was a uh, the PlayStation Experience showcases, which ran for the end. I think for most of PS4's life cycle. But like, and then I think, go ahead. I was gonna say I think they only did it for a few years, but they they their only fumble in that generation, I think, um, in my opinion, or two was being stubborn on crossplay because they mm-hmm. they just sort of bit that nip that in the bud, and then they they showed their whole hand very early in that generation. So like every showcase, it was like more of the of the same three or four titles. Mm-hmm. That's all. They were all bangers, but should have played a, a little closer to the chest, in my opinion. I'm just thinking about like for me, it's like the like the fans, right? Like it's really easy for people to go to one spot and at one point in time, and then like get their hands on and like be in that environment. And so, like for me, because that is missing, that is like the really big L yeah. that these people are not like. Like, I, I hear you guys and, like, the writing is on the wall, but I'm just thinking about, like, that fan experience, especially, like, you know, we younger gamers or, like, more experienced gamers, like, regardless, like, that is... Impulse, I wanted to fucking go. And now that I have my <laughs> life personally. together and I got a little <laughs> bit of money and now it's, now it's nothing. Now I got to log into Twitch at 12 noon on a fucking Tuesday and hope for the best. And I or hate catch it. a VOD on on YouTube. Right, that's how I've been doing it. Oh, I missed um, a lot. I haven't I haven't watched much of the last couple that they've done. Like I haven't seen Microsoft's Starfield conference. I haven't seen. Um, I know. I think Sony did another one recently, or something that I haven't seen. Or just I think it was just trailers. another Nintendo Direct like two days ago. But right. they talked about like the Mario RPG and. Um, I don't want anyone to uh, hate me over this, but 
I don't know if I've ever played a Mario game start to finish in my life. No one's shooting me I, down. I would. I would have been okay. I would have been okay not knowing that. I would have been okay not knowing that. <laughs> Does Mario but, Kart count? No. Eh, it's no start and no. finish. You, you just play. The race? Are you kidding me? I made it to the end of Rainbow Road. No. No. Oh, well, that's What about Smash Brothers? I've made it to the end of a story mode on that's that. Not a, that's not an exclusive Super Mario title. Ah, uh, he's I'm in not it. giving you any bail here. I really yeah, feel like either, man. No Odyssey, no Super maybe... Mario sixty four, bro. No. Super Mario World. Mm. I hate a Game for... Boy mm. Super Mario Adventure. Oh, Come I on. did beat Mario Tennis from start to finish on the Game Boy Advance. So that was probably No, we're not giving you that. Fuck you. I'm sorry, well, man. No. I guess. Nope. <laughs> I have to put that in the same category as Mario Kart. That's Mario mm. doing extracurricular activities, not <laughs> with saving Peach for the umpteenth time. <laughs> you gotta save Peach, bro. I don't want to. <laughs> She's Clearly. fine. She's no, fine. I think I Super Mario World on on Super Nintendo, and then Super Mario sixty four. I, I like. I'm pretty sure I've beat a, a handful others, but don't really remember beating them. So. Yeah, yeah Mario just really doesn't do it for me. Um, didn't even see the movie. Oh, the movie was great. We liked it. Didn't yeah, it. I'm glad that the streets liked it, and it did really well. I hope I I, I really want them to build up to like a Super Smash movie because it, it looks like they're 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 like Detective Pikachu, the Sonic movies, Donkey Kong was in Super Mario. Like they they could do that shit. Right. I'd watch it. Um, the Mario Detective <laughs> Pikachu would be a hard. Uh, switch to get in there. They would need to do. I mean, something Super and... Mario. I, I think he, him, and Donkey Kong fought like a la Smash Bros in the middle of the movie. Like they're doing that shit. They yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah, a Detective Pikachu tie-in would be hard, but like a general Pokemon tie-in would be easy. I see that on the horizon. Uh, now, before we dig too into this game, because Cruz, you mentioned Sony has a lot of good things going for them. And we just got to recognize the fact that um, Obi is the best spider person. And Into the Spider-Verse is like... So it's four weeks out, right? It's been in theaters for four weeks. And this weekend, it reclaimed the number one spot in in the box What top was it? Transformers, right? No. Um, I forget what took out... Spider-Man for a week uh, because Pixar's Elementals came out and The Flash came out so I think it was like the audience like both of those things even though The Flash has zero staying power um, well below budget love to fucking see it first of all round of applause to everybody who has not seen that film round of applause I haven't but, seen it, so we're doing Yeah, good. the fact that four weeks in, it's reclaiming its number one spot in the box office, that just makes my heart smile. Was it Guardians Day? I'm looking at what what may have done it. But oh, God, that's another movie it. that I forgot existed, Guardians see of the Galaxy. I, I, couldn't, I can't not I got see it being, being Guardians. number one on Friday the 2nd, because that was release date. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, Friday the 9th, Transformers, mm. and that's, then Spider-Verse so a... number two. Friday the 16th was The Flash, Elemental, and then Across the Spider-Verse. And, and then, then this week it was this week. They, they, if, they came if back the, if the rumors are true, they've retaken. Then talk about a nosedive. But for, also uh, another movie that I'm seeing as I'm scrolling, No Hard Feelings. Yeah. By Sony Pictures. Um Is that with, also Sony? Jennifer Lawrence. With Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, that is a Sony Sony production. So the, Yo, the rolling ball Sony. of Sony getting their shit together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now what is your favorite part of Spider-Verse? I will say it's his his parents. In particular, the relationship with him and his mom in this one. I, that that relationship in the movie brought me to almost brought me to tears, if not actual tears, at least three times in that. Especially because she wasn't really in the first one. And in general, it's hard to have a superhero movie or a movie in general where you where both parents are alive, especially like animated John. Someone always dies, you know, or has already been dead, right? Mm-hmm. And just the fact that, like, his mom and the way that she cared in about him and how she kind of softens the dad to to help him let miles be who he is and like um all of that like shout out to the voice actress who plays his mom i can't think of their name right now uh but i will have it in the episode notes along with like you know one of those old school hearty gifts with like a face in it yeah like because <laughs> the word you did that borders like, yeah, yeah, like that photo bucket, John. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> photo bucket. Yo, if oh you don't God. know what photo bucket is, this podcast is... Uh, <sighs> I'm glad you found this, is all I've got to say. <laughs> photo bucket. Throwback. Uh, what about y'all? What were some of your favorite moments from from that movie? So I'm, I'm obviously, obviously going with my man, Hobart Brown. Oh. clearly going with my man Mr. Anarchy himself openly against the authoritative (laughs) regimes that plague his world just in every other world my man just like me basically my man just like me he's him and I am him and he is me and at 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 large I would say Daniel Kaluuya's performance um, and then larger how they depict people of color, right? Mm. And then a sidebar, mm-hmm. Donald Glover, pop in, pop out. So like, tastefully, just, just how done. y'all handled black men specifically, and and how they exist in the world. Um, yeah, no, nah, I, I, there was definitely some people of color in the writers' room. Definitely felt represented. Um, it and was just well done. Issa just Rae. well done. Love to hear and her Issa, voice. He owes oh, Issa Rae. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just, just how they handled people of color, and and that I guess that extends to Miles' mom, because I felt like yep. I was in the room when I was a kid. Like I hang around a lot of Puerto Ricans, a lot of uh, black people, and it just seemed natural, right? It didn't seem forced. Mm-hmm. The dialogue was good, and yeah, but also rally against the system. Fuck authoritarians, like uh, bro, eh, he, get him out of here. 
when he, he like peaced nah. out, he threw off his thing like, oh yeah, I quit. Just like, nah. <laughs> yo, he he, he he did one of these. He was like, all right, I'm out. That's yeah. it. Left. He knew it. He knew it. It's he was like doing. when you. It's like when you uh, don't show up for your last shift at work. You kind of just leave your shit and just like, yeah, I'm gonna see y'all. Yep, dipped off. Left the left a little transporter thing because he knew Gwen was gonna need it. After too, he already made smart. his own. That After dude is he too smart. Made his own. Killed it. What about you, Chris? Yeah, what uh, What stands out to you from that film? <clears throat> um. Full spoilers, by the way, if you haven't already. It's been it. out for four weeks. Yeah, we late, so if you ain't seen yeah, it by now, I'm sorry um, to that man. Firstly, because you know, Dad, Peter Parker's baby spider girl, like, oh, what? so no! cute, so yes. cute, bro. So Don't bring her on adventures with you. You're a bad dad, but she's also killing it and loves it and <laughs> has so much fun, dude. Has her own mask. Yo, Miguel <laughs> O'Hara was pissed, but just took it. He was yeah. like, hey, whatever, she's here. She can crawl. She got a web shooter. Why does she have a web shooter? She needs to learn somehow. <laughs> Tastefully done. Uh, yeah, to, to piggyback off of what Beam was saying, yeah, I think representation was, was huge, and they nailed it, I think, beginning to end. Nothing felt forced. Um, in terms of the authenticity of how things were presented, I, I'd say also tastefully done and very accurate. And Rio, Miles' mom. My mom's not. I'm half Colombian and half Puerto Rican, but shoe fits, bro. Same thing. Mm. Very, very tough loving, and then also very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Com- compassionate yeah. when need when when need when need be. Um, yeah, I love the whole fucking thing beginning to end. And we gotta Miles show is, love to the villain, like. Well, I'm uh, yeah. so out <laughs> of every oh, out man. of every superhero, like DC, Marvel, and the offshoots, we all know that Spider-Man has the best like rogues. Like the people that come for Spider-Man in particular are oh, yeah, they, they don't play more they don't memorable, play about what they want. more complete, more like just interesting than relatable yeah than most other people and so when they give us this one who also in the beginning struggles with recognition and um just being understood and wanting to find a place like the same thing most heroes struggle with and then when he's not taken seriously now it's just like all right well i'm gonna do something until you do take me seriously and then how that set up the rest of the film. I just thought that that, like, so good. Like, the the villain was so good and, like, his powers made sense. And just, like, him, like, we also saw a, a complete villain growth arc in that, too. Yo, origin story, everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. And no so, like, I also think that's unanswered. what helped balance the film is like you also got to see this person, this other person, go through their own insecurities in the same way. Now, the big question that the internet has probably already answered, well, has definitely already answered, um, what does it mean 
that Gwen's toothbrush was at Hobie's house. She left it in passing. That's mm, all. She just stop real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's in it. Passing. We've seen her gallivanting around the city. She's got a lot of home bases. She, she, mm. she, she'd be around. She'd be, she'd be swinging. Sometimes she got to stop by. He probably live on the West End. She live on the East End. Sometimes she'd pop by for some, some food, some drink. You know what I'm saying? Some that's food it. and some drink. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's all. Mm. Miles, if you're listening, it was just food and drink, man. It was just food and drink. It's nothing else. She didn't really forget her hoodie there. Bro, that is... All I'm saying is, I have... I used to be of the streets. You know, I used to be a streeter. I was a, a little... I was over okay. here and I was over there off right. in my past self. Galavan. But I wasn't leaving no toothbrushes unless... You were just stopping by. No, unless I was leaving in the morning. <laughs> unless I was leaving in the morning. And I had been there a while. And my breath started to stink. Like, you you do, you do start a whole day. No, I mean, okay. Okay. It's all right. Now, He's got, Miles got spider bite. He don't got to worry about it. Right. We, right. we don't even. True. They were, they were now, broken up. the interesting thing. That was bait because, like, the interesting <laughs> thing about that relationship, though, if you like fucking get super like psychological, you think about it. I'm like sitting here, and you like, she met him after she has that big blowout with her father, right? Who is a, a police sergeant, the, the epitome of an authority figure, and it was after a moment where he was like, "I can't even see you as my daughter." Because I'm a cop first and like you are a wanted person, right? And then that led to their blowout and then she escapes. And it's interesting that she would then find herself to any degree, right? With someone who legitimately represents the opposite of what her father is. Hobie is very anti-establishment, very black. And like, and also like probably comforting and knowledgeable of like how people should feel beyond like her father and so like that is a very interesting thing to think about like how she just went and found the opposite of that person but ultimately like we did see uh again balance we also saw her shit like get torn apart but then at the end they were able to reconcile and understand each other to a certain degree by the end of the film, love to see that too. I just like am amazed, but also this is makes me further my argument that all superhero movies deserve animation. I hate, 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 hate watching real people do shit. I really do, <laughs> especially when it comes to like. Things that are so fantastical that you have to like suspend your belief to a certain point. Because like one of the things I've been because Reddit's gone and I can't doom scroll, like Google has messed up my algorithm, so all I do is prey on the downfall of the flash. And like one of the critiques about <laughs> that film was like the CGI was so bad or like op- excuse me, obvious or jarring. And 
I understand that. And also, like, if you're going to rip off, like, the Flashpoint Paradox, like, it's already been done. And it just works better when it's animated because you are not limited by, like, what you can, like, physically manipulate. Um, how do y'all feel about, like, animated things? Because I am, like, number one animation guy of all time. Like, do y'all vibe with me on this hot take that all superhero things moving forward should be animated? Or do I need to sit down with my therapist and talk about this some more? But, yes. Yes. Happy happy mental <laughs> mental health month. Okay. Yes. Um per, and per. I'm with you on maybe not every, because you still have Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, which is the best adaptation of Spider Man and whomst of ever. Um yes. objectively. But subjectively. Um, sorry. Nope, objectively. No, you had a right for some. <laughs> nope. Um but nope. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned something being done better in animation than in real life. Because when we're talking about like Spot, the villain, mm-hmm. I feel like it was kind of a, um, another jab at the MCU, just because of how dirty they did Jamie Foxx's Electro. And when yep. I saw Spot and like his come up hitting by a bagel, and then you're some nerd, and then all of a sudden you get some power. That that was literally the same story as mm. Jamie Foxx's Electro. And then, I mean. In the, I forget what movie he, No, no Way Home. Yeah, was the No one Way Home was the third one. Everybody, and I feel mm-hmm. like bringing Jamie Foxx back was like an apology because he was a very good villain. He's a great actor. He's a great Electro. He played the nerd very well, and he got his power, and he was going crazy, and he's actually like kind of scary. But and then right, having them redo it like the right way, and then MCU right brings him back in No Way Home. Sorry, we did this to Jamie Foxx. We know that he's a big part, and he should have been more, so now we're going to give him some good one-liners. We're going to bring him back. We're going to bring back Andrew Garfield. Sorry, right? Sorry. And then Sony comes through and goes, no, this is actually how you do a nerdy to very powerful and borderline terrifying villain. And I I just thought that in animation, right? Just You could just do Mm -hmm. it a little bit better. You can make it seem a little bit more creepy. Jamie Foxx is one of our our generation's greatest actors, and he he did a fantastic job at Electro, but he's fighting for screen time, right? But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just feel like it was another one of those jabs where you're right. Animation, just you can do it a little bit better than you can when you have a great actor fighting for screen time versus just animate your villain, just give the villain their own time, right? And you can flesh it out Like animate it and give them space. And give them space, right? To do all sorts of crazy stuff. He didn't have that much screen time. Like he was, he was a prominent part in the beginning, right? They they introduced him and his origin. He had the funny little like scuffle with with Miles, mm-hmm. and a little fight throughout the city, and then he goes away. And then, and then no, like pop they, up. we're introduced to him because he mangles this this Rob Curry. because he needs so, money because so the like dude he, can't get like, a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Miles is in the bodega. And he's trying to take the ATM machine. He's fucking talking to the fucking poppy who runs the store. Like, ah, don't worry about it. I just, just, you don't, you don't even use this ATM. Isn't even yours. Like, (laughs) man's was yo. He was down bad, right? Super bad. And you, 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 to, to the point that Bean was making of 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 the, you know, Jimmy Fox's electro not getting that much screen time. Spot didn't have that much screen time, but the screen time that he had was very significant. Mm -hmm. It was very like impactful. You saw him first with a little scuffle, 
then he escapes. Then you see him again um, when he has his own little, not not epiphany, but he has his own like prestige moment where he's like, oh, like he's in his own dimension. He runs out of spots, but he can he he levels up. Then he can find. Then he finds out that he can travel to all these other dimensions and find all these other particle beams or whatever the fuck it was called. And then he just keeps on leveling up. And you see, you kind of see him a handful more times before the end of the film, where he's like, "All right, let's get it." Yeah, like. Um, but to answer your question, I don't agree with you on like I. I think I can. I can. I can put myself in a in a space where. If I know I'm watching a movie that's it's a movie, I'm gonna take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't have to really suspend my belief that much because I have that in my mind. Yo, it's a movie. There's it's that's what it is. There's no rules. For, uh, I mean, but if the if the CGI is that jarring, I I can see how it can pull you out, but I don't think I've experienced a movie that has really like ruined it for me. Then if I don't like a movie strictly because of the CGI then I'm, I think I'm being unfair. If I don't like a movie, I don't like a movie because it sucks. <laughs> Word. I, I feel that. <laughs> um, what is, after, like, Spider-Man, what are some other, we don't have to do, like, an extended, like, top five, like, what are some other um, superhero movies that you enjoy, animated or otherwise? I would say after Into the Spider-Verse, one movie that I cannot cannot will not shall not like you can't take this from me i will always go back to this film because it's so fucking good the second suicide squad the one with idris and not will smith that one the one that gave <laughs> oh, yeah, the peacemaker uh... spinoff <laughs> yeah. that movie is so i've seen it like 10 times it is perfect like first of all suicide squad is like, that's what I want from DC, is just give me your villains. And I've been beating this drum for years. When it's villain-centered and no one is fighting to be, like, actually perfect and they're imperfect and they, like... At one point, they think they're going to go save um, Rick Flag, And so Deadshot, who is played by Idris Elba, and Peacemaker, who's played by John Cena... Um, are going through this like army resistance camps and they're just trying to one up each other. Who gets the sicker kill? Who gets the sicker kill? Ba ba ba. They clear out this whole fucking resistance camp and they find Rick Flag and he is actually friends with the resistance leader and they're cool because they all have the same mission. And she's like, "Oh, why didn't anyone tell me y'all were coming? Because everyone's dead." And like, <laughs> it's just so ironically beautiful that. Like, especially since the first one was so bad. Um, like, I really loved how they just cleaned that up. And then they gave us the spinoff of Peacemaker. And I didn't think John Cena had the chops to hold my attention week after week. Son of a bitch, he did it. Did it. <laughs> that son of a bitch did it. Did it. Well, but what about y'all? What are some other superhero things that, like, you'll go back to or that have a place in your heart? I'm going to I'm going to actually go outside of the MCU and DC. And I'm going to go with the Incredibles. Yeah. Really I really wow. like the Incredibles. Um I don't, I I haven't really I haven't seen the movies in a long time to like really know off the top of my head. I just really like the way that they handled each character. Each character is important. 
every very movie good rewatches. Was, right, I, I would imagine they they are. Um, I don't do too much movies because I'm too busy playing video games. But I, I was, yeah, The Incredibles, very well written, very well animated. Bro. Probably mm. could not work with real people. Um, you'd, you'd probably need a, nope. a, a James Cameron budget for live action Incredibles. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, nah, that's. Yeah, and I feel like they can call. continue because they got kids, so very, good very call. hard. Like the it. incredible, like the speaking of the Incredibles, just the fact that they acknowledged in the beginning of Incredibles two that like, hey, there are a lot of people in this audience that are really excited for this, and not just kids. And oh, good call, <laughs> good call. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, Como se dice? Um, I can't think of any animated. Superhero movie. That's off fine. the top of my or head. Otherwise. I don't know that. Right, I don't know that there's in, that there's that many. Um, outside of like the the not indie, but like the not box office DC ones, like yeah. the Justice League movies are pretty good. But um, I don't know. I kind of have to go with 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 MCU. Right, they nailed it. Um, now which we ones spoiled. from the MCU? Because not all of them are good. No, not definitely not all of them are good. Um, like the first Infinity two Wars, probably Infinity Wars, probably my favorite MCU movie. I think I can watch that movie at any point and and be okay with it. Like, mm. And the Black it's, Panthers. It's a, yep, I can watch any of the Spider Man movies across. It doesn't not not just MCU, just like from excuse me from Tobey Maguire's all the way up to Tom Holland's. Oh um, man! Even Spider Man Three with Tobey Maguire. Even Spider Man Three. Oh god, that Especially. one hurts. Especially, that's oh. one of my uh, put it on as I fall asleep movies. I <laughs> that, love Spider Man Three. That is like I need part four. <laughs> now, hopefully, we get part four. I want to know. Oh man! So, see, <laughs> like no, I can't. Like, oh man. I I don't know. It might be a nostalgia thing, but uh, no, Infinity War. I, I think that one that one takes the cake, even even though it's been it's so recent. Yeah, that, that was like, a good I one. remember watching that in theaters and like going in knowing like, all right, there's this is half of it, but man, that was an yeah. Experience. I think that movie that movie like, pro- like arguably the for me anyway, the best MCU movie to date. Oh, for sure. For certain. Damn. And then, like, I don't know. It's, like, we are so stretched thin now with, like, the movie. So, like, it's interesting because The Flash is not doing well. And, um... I don't even know if I'm going to go see it. I don't know that I want to go see it because fuck Ezra Miller, but... Right. Um... But but he's my favorite, not Ezra, but the Flash is my, that's my favorite DC superhero. So like, ugh. Mm, um, Just put Grant Gustin in there, goddammit. Is that too much to ask? They had time. They had time. They have time now. He's finished. The series is done. Just grab him. Seriously. I don't think Before Ezra Miller chokes out another Hawaiian karaoke goer. Oh my god. Or a fucking Swedish karaoke goer. He was just choking people out left and right. But DC still has two movies on deck this year. And I really feel bad that, like, Blue Beetle might catch a stray for this. Um, I think they're they're wasted because I think after those two, they're, it's not going to get retconned. But after those two, I think James Gunn is going to come in and do whatever the fuck he's going to do. And also, all right, last thing I think on the only DC. Ones, 
because I can talk I'm about sorry, how much I hate them forever. But um, at least for me, last thing on DC is like, how dare you try to come through and blame The Rock and Shazam for like all of this shit? Like heaping so much shit on The Rock. Oh, because he was fighting for Henry Cable, blah, blah, blah. And then Shazam didn't even do good. But like none of it matters anymore. Like one of the Mm-mm. things for me is like, why haven't I seen Black Adam? Because I know it doesn't matter for the sake of the universe. Like, and so like all of this is like bullshit. And like, I just really hope that the Blue Beetle somehow manages to break even. Uh, Aquaman in December can go fuck itself because fuck Amber Heard. Um, <laughs> Didn't they cut most of her parts or something? Like I that? I could care less. Um, and it's also I'm like so far removed from like Aquaman was a good film, um, because like. Interestingly, because Aquaman does not that get a one lot of saved love. that one saved the DC EU for that. Now, time. They also Wonder Woman was also out at the same. The first Wonder Woman was out. The first one, yeah. The second one bombed. The second I one was also it, but... ass. Like I did not, I did not enjoy. The oh, you watched one. it? Was that was actually? Yeah, cheeks, it was so not. Okay. It was not nearly as good as the first one. Um, but yeah, that's it on DC. It's just like I'm hopeful for Blue Beetle. Fuck everything else they got going on over there. Yeah, I hope they can salvage if it, if it does good. I hope they can salvage whatever he does. Uh, the act, I don't know the actor's name, but he's also in uh, Cobra Kai. Mm. I like I like the actor. He's a good kid. Um, Beam, any last words? I hope. Nope. <laughs> I, I'm not a DC guy. I don't. Good. I mean, my guess is that they'll salvage whatever they can from Blue Beetle and Aquaman, and that's it. Right. Keep, keep those two and then move forward new. Now, let's let's take a trip back in time. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not driving, close your eyes, right? Take a trip with me back in time. Once upon a time, there was a man named Jafanity, and he really liked this game called Fable. And someone <laughs> on this podcast went really hard on the fact that like I will never get like a new fable and it's never coming out and you should just fucking stop talking about it. But here we are. Today you can open your eyes now. We're back to today. You can open our eyes. Now, Beam, do you have anything to say for yourself in regards to uh what's going on with Fable these days? Look, man, here's here's what you gotta do when you've been losing the console war since 2001 okay (laughs) you just have to keep your expectations extremely low if you can bust some chops in the meantime we've admitted it microsoft yeah they actually came out and admitted it we know you're only admitting it because you want activision good play smart move i like what you guys are doing um but it's i mean they've been outsold fable was great and then we we knew it was going to be a long time because I'm sure that the uh, as, as with uh, Starfield that's coming out, a lot of the developers go, oh, we didn't have the technology to like really bust out the game that we actually want to create, right? Because the technology mm-hmm. is not there. So give us Fable one, two, and three, and it was it was a funny joke because the <laughs> Xbox has no exclusives. But here I am, fork to plate. Eating my words, and I am very excited about it along with you because I am also a very big Fable fan. Oh, thanks, buddy. Got you, bro. So so excited. Internet is so, eating it alive already. Oh, of course. 
Oh my God. (laughs) You brought up a really good point in regards to the technology that comes with the game. And so with this particular thing, I, it's everyone, it's like the developer's favorite, right? Unreal Engine. And one of the things is that um, it looks beautiful, but it's not the most like functional when it comes to gameplay. Like there, the cost benefit is like you have more a more beautiful game, but it's less functional, or you have like less features available than you would if you went with something else. Now, how do you guys feel about like? when games like operate off of unreal cruise i'm not sure if you've recovered from the kingdom hearts 3 ptsd um because they made the hard switch Um, (laughs) but yeah like how do you feel about like when games are running off of unreal because they are sacrificing some elements of performance not to say that like unreal like fuck unreal like it makes it things unplayable but like there's a balance right um how do you feel when it when they do more beauty over functionality? Depends on the game. Mm. What would you guys? Prefer? I'll, I'll 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 elaborate because Beam, you're about to go off, but I'll elaborate after I go. Oh, or I'll go now. Yeah, go no, now. no, it's all you, all you. So you you had mentioned uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Um, it wasn't bad on Unreal. I didn't mind it. Um, my only qualm with that whole debacle is that they had to essentially scrap and restart like mid development. Mm-hmm. So we got a very watered down Kingdom Hearts three running fine on Unreal Engine. Like it was like there wasn't that many bugs or any game breaking things that that went on with it. We just got a very watered down version of what was supposed to be the game, and it was very evident when the game launched. Like mm-hmm. playing it, beating it. Like, there was these big open, I guess, levels and worlds, but there wasn't much in them. Um, Only a handful were, like, very detailed, and there was a lot to do, and, and, like, maybe half of them. But, again, like Beam was saying, it was one of those things where you, me, anyway, I tempered my expectations, so I wasn't expecting it to be this, like, super long, 150-hour fucking game. I was expecting the worst and played what i played <laughs> sometimes i was just happy i was just happy to have it and that it existed and i had a great time with it and visually it looked stunning mm-hmm. um but then you look at games like um rocket league for example rocket league runs on unreal and it's not the prettiest of games per se but it is very very optimized stable and it it runs great on Unreal Engine. It's, it's an eSport. It has to, right? So I don't know that you can... I, like I said, it depends on the game. Mm. As long as it's optimized and it's stable, I really don't care what engine the developers choose to, to run. Word. Beam? I feel like Unreal is more... It's more um accessible. Especially with Unreal Engine 5 around the corner. It's here already, actually. So Right. That's my take. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you, man. That's from the from the very first thing you said. Not every game needs to be in Unreal. I feel like Unreal just feels so heavy and clunky and not snappy or responsive. Like Gears of War, 
perfect. Yeah. Perfect for Unreal Engine. That was an Epic's game mm-hmm. game like Fortnite. Of course, you're using your own engine to the best of its abilities, but like it's in games it doesn't need to be in. Honestly, we're platformers where I'm just like you want me to be light and springy but my my character feels like an anvil and like <laughs> the controls are just like slow and it look like you said it looks beautiful but not every game needs to be 8k fucking you right. know lighting and shadows and i don't i don't know man there i understand that it's it's good for that and if you're making a triple a game you you probably want it to look the best because unfortunately that's what the loud majority of the or l- loud minority of the internet is screaming like you got a triple a game why doesn't this look like like uh mm. you know the best game i've ever seen why isn't why isn't this game in 2023 minority, blow the doors off of the the game that y'all made last year in 2022 it's like mm-hmm. give me a break but then then you yeah. have engines like destiny's tiger engine or they've been fine tuning that thing since halo and servers are offline every eight days like <laughs> so i mean there's there's a balance you got to work with what you got like i, I understand yep. the mass adoption of unreal because epic is in is in a huge company and you know yep. they, they make their stuff accessible for all developers who want to use it but it's it's you got to do some other things man there, there has to be some sort of competitor right I, I don't like monopolies ever in any in any instance that's that's where you're your um your big AAA proprietary not proprietary but uh, exclusive developers come in. Yeah, I don't know that Sony uses they use a lot of in, a lot of their developers use in house engines or whatever engines they've. Right. They, I think like uh, God of War's Kinetica, and I think The Last of Us uses some other one. I think it's Havoc or something like that. Um, they don't all need Unreal Engine. Yeah, it's accessible, and when it works, it works. But Again, depends on the game. Yeah, I feel and as that. long as it's optimized and stable, I really don't give a fuck what engine you're using. <laughs> optimized and Honestly. stable. When's the last time we <laughs> so, got a game that was like that, man? Can we? Yes. All right. So uh, that's exactly what I want to talk about because, like, <laughs> what the? F- what Come the on. fuck? At, at at this point in the in the world, like, why are you releasing broken games? Looking at you, come I, to the I front, Game Freak. Game Freak Pokemon. Can we, can, can, money, bro. <laughs> That's you like That's clearly your last three. Like Arceus was kind of wonky, but for a lot of people, Scarlet and Violet was borderline unplayable. <laughs> I've seen so many memes and. Like, it's the same formula. Like, you're putting, like, Scarlet and Violet did do some things different. Like, you were able to, like, choose your different path. You didn't need to go straight through the gym route, like, normal. But y'all know, like, the formula for Pokemon. You kind of know what your consumers want. And yet you disrespect them so repeatedly with these fucked up games on launch. And then Zelda drops, and it makes you look dumb. A game probably bigger, running on the same small Twitch cartridge, Switch cartridge, right? But it works from jump. Like, where's the accountability, 
right? Um, I, I think there was a question there that I had for y'all behind this, but like, I just like can't. Well, how do you guys feel about like the trend of just like games coming out half finished, need a 14 gig patch in the second day of the game's life cycle? Like, how do you guys feel? And have and, you guys experienced that burn in the games? You charge me $70 and then all right. $70. Come on now. You, you starting to if get I'm on my paying nerves, $70, man. that shit better be right. That's exactly be, right. Exactly. I haven't the last bought a full game, price game that I was Hogwarts for me. And thankfully it was polar opposite of all the things we just described. It was fine. It ran great. Um, they, I think they like, they patched it a couple times, but I, I think, Again, it might have just been for like shit in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, never ran into any crazy bugs or crashes like that. No crazy glitches. Ran fine through and through for me. Um, I had another game and it got away from me. Now, when I like speaking of games we've purchased, like when I bought Elden Ring, no issue. And then I bought it for, um, the old, the last gen Xbox, and then like when I bought my new one, it like upgraded because I bought it digital. And both times, nice. it, like played fine. Obviously, played better on the upgraded gen on the series. And X, right, right. Now with Diablo, like, I'll talk to him, bro. Yo, let us know the server. Like, yo, I can't log into Diablo right now because they got DDoSed. <laughs> Like, That's what I actually wanted I'm you to start laughing. yelling about. Like, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at these multi-million dollar developer companies and servers. And like, what? Bro, like the... Yeah, crazy. So the game has been out, I want to say like two weeks. Not a long time. Um, so... Yeah, one of the rare occurrences of a a large multiplayer game being pretty smooth at launch. I mean, I heard that you had to queue mm-hmm. in for a little bit at mm-hmm. like when you, when you first loaded the game when it first came out, but no game breaking glitches, no deleted characters, no I got stuck in a wall, now I got to restart my whole everything. Like relatively smooth launch and Diablo was getting cooked a couple years ago. But I, gamers got mm. short memories, man. It, it came out. And well, it, also you know, I think the one before this is they put they made a mobile Diablo game. And people were expecting Getting another cooked. PC game. <laughs> Bro, oh, the geez, streets were yeah. big mad. Big a whole mad. And I don't think that one day. was valid. That like, they made it violent, which is what the streets want with Diablo. But yeah, so it came out on June 6th. And you're right. Like, um, I was watching Twitch streams of it before I bought it because I, like, did early access too. And when you are playing it, there is no issue. But the fact that the barrier is in accessing it, the error code I got today was like, we couldn't validate that this is a legitimate license. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You have my money. I, like, I was just playing this yesterday. And I'm like, yeah, I see people I on like my this. list when I do when I open Battle.net, and I'm like, but, but my friends is working. Like, Geo's is working. Why ain't mine working? And there have been Bro, like several issues just getting into the actual game. 
Um, so it doesn't even matter in, how well the game runs because it's just like you can't get into that bitch. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, man. But I hope, I mean, Battle.net, y- y'all better keep working on it because, like, I can't with y'all. Um, I'd need to actually do a campaign mission um, for once in my life and not spend two hours just riding around on my side horse. Waiting, not, not spend two hours in queue. Just riding around and getting it. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever, thankfully, I haven't experienced, like, a game-breaking bug or glitch or anything too, too, like, unbearably crazy recently no i think the most recent burn that i had was was no man's sky mm. and that's that was a we were just empty promises and i bought it on launch but look at you that's now you eating that game you can eat. Yeah, that game is so vast and actually full of things to do and not just yeah let me lie it's it's all right it's good they fixed it mm-hmm. <laughs> can't keep do- and that's the whole point you can't keep doing that you can't release a broken yeah. game and then fix it later because they've been doing that to me and battlefield yeah. For years, since Battlefield yeah. Four, I mean, maybe. There, there, like, there's there's exceptions to the rule. I think Hello Games is one of them, where they they didn't release a broken game. They just it was just they they didn't release the game that they presented to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like I said, it wasn't broken. There wasn't anything that was wrong with it. It was just very like it was this huge, massive game, and it was just very empty, and it wasn't what they were saying at all and i think that's i think that game has kind of a cinderella story because they came back and 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 turned it around they owned their mistakes turned it around and to this day to this day they're still um like supporting it rolling out patches and like really big updates all for free they're not like there's no paid dlc or anything like that yep same like everything that they've added to the game like like actual multiplayer and actual like bases and like space stations like they've added all these things that were supposed to have been there at launch i see you over space Uh, and i think they had to eat it because you know that was a game that they promised but the the community stuck through it and it's thriving now the story of cyberpunk as well that motherfucker is in the new york museum of failure (laughs) (laughs) as it should be we got to bring right. back shaming and bullying. We honestly do. Oh, I don't know. Man. Don't Especially they have a for people out? with money? Because they can afford to get it. For people Cyberpunk? with money. Cyberpunk. Wait, what were you saying, Chris? DLC. Yeah. Soon? Soon. Outcoming. Mm-hmm. I've seen ads. Like 30 bucks or something like that. Or 20 bucks. Oh, I have no idea. I have that game and it is uninstalled on my computer. Damn. I bought it on sale, though, for 30 bucks. So, like, I'm Fate not really losing. September. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their first DLC concert, right, Phantom yeah, September Liberty. September 26th. Is that Elvis I see? Yes. And Keanu? Yes. Wow. They snagged it. I'm excited. <clears throat> I'm going to buy it because it's been it's been $30 a lot, but I'm waiting for that $20 price point, which is what I really mm. want. I think on um, Epic, you might Epic be able to catch the coupons. $30. So I'm, I'm in on Cyberpunk. Every so often, they about give about like 15% off, off your cart or whatever the hell. I sure hope so. They usually when they when they when when they spend the block again, I'll ping it in the Discord. They do that very very often. I think Fourth of July might be the next time, or may might mm-hmm. be closer towards the end of the summer, early fall sales. But it looks good. Now, it's like a two week. And work. they got mm-hmm. a, a Keanu is still standing behind it, which is a good sign. He's still doing yeah. interviews as Johnny Silverhand, which gives me hope because I like Keanu. 
Specific, uh, mm-hmm. sp- me specifically, I like Keanu. So him still standing behind the game. And then I like Idris Elba, except for when he made that appearance in the office. Like one of the worst seasons that of TV that I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I, I skip that season all the time. But yeah, no, nah, excited. Now it would we would be here until probably tomorrow if we went through like game by game by all these different showcases. But is there a trend in the games that are coming up or a game in particular that you think deserves recognition? Um for me, magic. I want magic in every fucking game I play. And I'm going to be eating. I have so many options of like <laughs> magic RPGs that I can choose from that I'm bloated. I'm, I'm bloated. bloated. And I'm getting Hades 2 at some point. And um, the. Fable. You eating, bro. Yeah. Oh, you I even am got so a uh, Life of P, which is the uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, Soulsborne. The new Soulsborne yeah. game about uh, Pinocchio, retelling of Pinocchio's story, looks fire. Um, I'm going to get like 15 minutes and then not going to yeah, hate myself while I anymore. Wait for Armored Core. <laughs> nah, bro, you're three hours in for um, I got Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. That's on my I'll list. I'll see you on. See you there, Tarnished. Man, I've been working on so much self-love lately, so I do have about three hours before I'm back at rock bottom feeling terrible about myself because that's all that Souls of Warren's game is Screaming and trying not to throw your controller and frustrating why God is like this in particular. Oh, I can't wait. We're going to go through so many emotions. But um, anything else? Any, like, either thematically things you're looking forward to that you like or specific games? Spider Man. <laughs> That'll be all. Well done. Friend. That game is make that I'm buying a PS5 for that game. A because I have to, and it's not going anywhere else. And B because what else? What other game am I gonna am I gonna buy the PS5 for? Yeah, mm-hmm. if you didn't do it for God of War, was it gonna be God of War? Yeah, I was about to was say, it be Horizon. Do it for that. And... Nope, wasn't gonna be God of War. Horizon almost did it, but I was like, hmm, no, this is this is the one. I respect it. That collector's edition looks very, very, very tempting. You deserve it, King. Yeah, that's the one I'm excited for. See? Gameplay sold. Mm-hmm. Angry Peter Parker in the symbiote suit. Bow, bow, bow. Miles Morales as a playable character, and you switch to them how Grand Theft Auto did with Trevor and my son. Yo, yeah, fire. <laughs> Is it October? Fire. Yet? <laughs> I played a couple games on the PS5, man. I, I know they was waiting. An- another example of taking that technology to the next level, like really making your game mm-hmm. pop with the. They knew what they were the doing. strength of the technology you have. They they tested the waters with the Miles Morales game. And I think what, it was like 40 or 50 bucks or something like that. It wasn't like a full-fledged game. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like a, like an epilogue to Spider-Man. And then, you know, you play as Miles or whatever. And then this, this is, yeah. That's the one I'm excited for. They got its hooks in you. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> not, not a trend. Not an idea. <laughs> the nope, game. Nope. Just one Spider-Man. Game. And I feel you. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that's it. 
I just want to swing through New York City again, man. It's been a couple years. That's true. And I heard they add added added more boroughs. So the map is going to be. You got to imagine it's a bigger map. Well, Miles Morales. No, I don't want to swing. Be... I don't want to go to Staten Island. Yes. Just kidding. I mean, Shout out to Staten Island. You don't Island have to. You can, just, you can just boot up and then pretend you're there and swing over there. You know, you don't have to personally go. True. What about you, Beam? Trends or games? Um. Oh God, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about some of these open world games they're doing. Um, I think they were doing a a, a Venom, I think it was called. Um, but, um, but oh, um. Is yes, that the uh, one they showed during something the... Something of Avium. Avowed is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody can get the name for me, yes. Um, Immortals of Avium. Up, mm. Okay, there that, we go. That yep, one, yep, that was one that of That one them. caught my eye, too. Um, Avowed from back, it looks really good. Obsidian. Um, Fallout That one's six, big magic which I shit heard. for you, too, Jeff. Immortals. Yep, yep, yep. See? I mean, we all can get magic, right? We could, we could all get behind... Yes, yes, sir. Sir. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Apparently, yes. Fallout seventy six is good now, and then they're adding Atlantic City. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, they like same thing. Dropped empty game, buggy as hell, and then they fixed it. And the dozens of people Par who stuck the by course. the game are Par yelling the about, "Please come back to Fallout!" Like, hey, yo, this is this good is now. good now. Come we've back. been here the whole time. Like, we've successfully bullied this company into not abandoning the game. Um, and fucking fixing their shit. So yeah, just and and then of course, I'm not going to start yelling quite yet. Like I said, cautiously optimistic. Starfield. Um, you're telling me a thousand planets, procedurally generated. Um, everyone's experience just will be different. As long as they didn't get Hello Games in, you had should have just waited for the technology. Honestly, but I mean, right. I guess you know you got to be you got to be first in the door, right? Because every time someone mentions Starfield, let's go, No Man's yep, Sky. Yep. You you mm-hmm. you ran so that everybody else can fly, and you're doing just fine now. So shout out to them. Um, but but between these these giant open world games, where historically they don't work out the gate, and then of course my favorite first person shooters. Um, love that Starfield can go third person to first person. Love when games do that. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, Fable, right, is another open world game. I just hope that and when these games come out, uh, I think we had South, South of Midnight and Clockwork Revolution. I don't know if y'all ever played We Happy Few, but that was another Mm-mm. Bioshock, like real weird, not Ooh. post-apocalyptic, but just kind of like You had me at weird. Like Thought, dark, dark, thought provoking, like people experimenting hey, man, on weird. people in the name of trying to evolve humanity, like just, just like weird, weird stuff going on. But it was a um, open world game. It was in beta for a long time. I played the beta, and it's just empty. It's just, it's just empty, and there's just nothing to do. Um, I, I guess I'd rather have empty than buggy. Right. Um, that was No Man's Sky. Right? Honestly, I, that's yeah. I'll go back to a, a game that's full. Um, but yeah, nah, nah, I'm, I, I like first person shooters and an open world, especially if especially if you give me a magical shooter, because I love Destiny. Um, mm-hmm. with, and which Shout out Destiny, another... the boys are back. The boys are back. The boys are back on Destiny. The boys are back. A little bit. 
Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, everybody. I think I feel like gaming as a or gamers, right? Gamers as a community this year specifically, like we are eating. Not just on the names, like we haven't even talked about the fighting games that are coming out. Like fighting are games out. are eaten. Mortal Art Kombat Street is Street Fighter out. Six is out. Street Fighter is out. Um Tekken Eight on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Tenkaichi four, maybe next year we see it. I just I don't need know. They Soul got the little teaser. Yes. They were on yeah, no, they were on no, a fighters run are eaten. where they were doing like every two years, three years, but it has been so if, like if that's seven true, since it's... Soul Calibur, the last Soul Calibur came out. Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur 6, 6 came out in 25 years ago. Soul Calibur 6 came out. So good. And they, I see now that see I think that's a good healthy weight. Now now you're asking for it and now when it gets here you're not going to be tired. Like of it. that was I was online sweating. Like <laughs> actively ruining people's days. I do not play online. But on that, oh I was on your head. And I think Soul Calibur 5, where you could have been um, Yoda or whatever, um, a lot of people were trying to cheese with Yoda because he's so small that you like um, all of the uh, high hits wouldn't go. Oh, the hitbox was... Yeah, the hitbox like, on uh, Yoda was crazy. Never lost that nigga online. <laughs> never. You're picking Yoda, I'm picking Valdo, and I'm going to destroy you because you're trash. I hate Valdo so much. Oh my dude. god, he's so he makes people he makes Nasty. you specifically Why does uncomfortable. He move like that. Yeah, he's my inspiration when I do yoga. I'm trying to be like <laughs> him. <laughs> trying to open nah, up my head. Like Yoshimitsu, dude. Hmm? Yoshimitsu, you can be original. more like Yoshimitsu. Oh god. So, like, speaking of fighters, Maxi, we gotta get give me Kilik. We gotta stop pussyfooting around and get actually um Street Fighter so we can start streaming some fights. It's on my that. list. Street Fighter Six, yeah. I'll, it, it's crossplay, right? Please tell I me. I believe it's so. All right, cool. I'll get it on Steam. Yeah, same. Damn. Now, like, it's still a very interesting summer because, like, like you guys said, we have to be like cautiously optimistic. Uh, but. With the games that are out right now, when you can play them, <clears throat> Diablo, it's still kind of like this. Like the summer is heating up, you know. Um, I thought we were kind of like in a place where things are like mid, and there's just so much on the horizon that we kind of just still have to see. But I don't know. I think you guys have inspired some hope in my pessimistic soul about what we uh, have to look forward to. Although. Got to quickly spin the block because this just flashed back into my brain. Um, the the game's presentation where they had the preview for Twisted Metal. That was oh, the so dumbest fucking thing <laughs> I'd ever seen in my life. That was so embarrassing. The world doesn't want me to like Anthony like- Mackie. I was going to say, I feel like Anthony Mackie is so much better than what he gets himself into. Like, the world doesn't want me to like him. He doesn't want, like... The, the the little fight scene was cool. It wasn't. Shout out to Samoa Joe as, as Sweet Tooth. That I do like. Mm-hmm. Outside of that. Yeah, yeah all of Will that Arnett, was weird Stephanie Beatrice, yeah. like, you're stacked. Neve Campbell, like, y'all are all... 
Like this is this. But on, they this gave on us paper. I need to see they the worst, worst clip. I need to see. Yeah, the worst. Clip I need to see the, the show cars. Ever. <laughs> they didn't I didn't give a fuck the about cars. the characters in Sweet Tooth. I needed to see the cars, bro. <laughs> right. Like and Sweet Tooth and Twisted Metal. Sweet Tooth is the only one everybody cared about. Fuck the rest. Like, mm-hmm. give me the demolition derby. Give me the gets. Give me the explosions. Boom. Facts. Now, if they come out with a new Twisted Metal, I would buy that. I won't play Rocket tried League, but I'll play that. Last, yeah, they they tried last generation. It Don't you talk about Rocket Don't League? Don't get me started on you Rocket bitch. League right now. Yo. They they broke the the rankings. The matchmaking's all fucked up. No, tell us. Talk to us, kid. Yeah. What happened? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? They did you? it on purpose. Psionics, mostly epic. I can't blame Psionics. I feel like Epic. This is all Epic's fault. No, new season started two weeks ago, right? Yeah, maybe a week Ish. and a half ago. I don't know. Very recently, a new season new season started. So, rank resets, and you know, competitive playlists. You have to play ten matches for you to get placed in your rank. And I don't know what they did, but they they redid the whole ranking system. For this for this season for this patch, and I played my placements day one, and placed lower than I would have liked, mm-hmm. and it was a lot lower than what I ended the last season on. I think we we played ten, I lost three, so I won seven out of ten. So I should have been like, you know, right there. Didn't put me anywhere near where I was last season. Like it was a smooth like three three divisions off. Damn, maybe, f- yeah. And you only lost yeah, was, three games. Only lost. Were you getting three games. like blown out? Was it like seventeen to three or something? No, no. I think I think there was like one game where it was like really bad. It wasn't even close. But the other ones, they were all like one or two goal games. And the games that we won, it was like again, they weren't crazy blowouts either. But mm, maybe I think you should take it personally, even though it already seems like you are. Well, like it should. So what what pissed me off is that they did that. The community was up in arms, and then they patched it back to what it used to be. So everyone who played their placements early in the season basically got got fucked. <laughs> Should have just waited. I was there, honestly, but eh, whatever. Wait, did you get scammed by them too? I did. Yeah, no, nah, I did. I, I dropped two two full ranks down just because of two whatever di- divisions. Yeah. I guess the the story that they're coming out with is that there's an influx of new players because it went free to play and then the the redistribution of all these players playing equaled a you know lesser rank for all if you weren't the tippity top so you're playing with a bunch of people you new players are playing in games with you they're a little bit lower than you are so if you lose that game your rank is like taking a a pretty hard hit tanks right it tanks as much much as they do right but then it's like Nah, you got to This shit went free to play years ago. Right, right, right. right? Like, you did that. Somebody did that. Somebody did that. Yeah. That's all. It's not, it's not unfixable, like, as a player. Like, you know, you just got to grind a little more. We can climb, I can climb back up to where I was. I'm not too far off, but still, it's like, yo. Right. (laughs) If I would have won all 10 of my matches, I still would have been placed lower, which is, I think, kind of bullshit. Yeah. That's crazy. So I play Apex. How many did you lose, Beam? I'm back on Apex. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm I I think I I think I lost four. I either lost three or lost four out of ten. And then it, it kicked me Bullshit. from three to one. With Damn. you know, five ranks in between. Yeah, I was, between. yeah, it is what it is. I think I I think I ended champs two div 
Div 2. They put me at Champs 1, Div 3. Like, what? Yeah. You know what's so. crazy? I've been recording this podcast off my phone because I threw my computer out the window over a fire <laughs> emblem. So no one's having a good time. Stressing. No one's having a good time. These these motherfuckers yeah, are just made all. of paper, and I just literally all I can do is scream. All I can do is scream. glass cannon. They just die. Rain. They just die. <laughs> they just die. I'm yelling. Oh God! I'm not we all win. Hey. Oh. I can't. Oh, they just die, and then it's game over. I've never had this many game overs, ever, <laughs> ever. Oh my god, this is this hurts more than Elden Ring death. Okay, and you want me to play that? No, you can. I will not put uh, Fire Emblem. Uh, what is it? Radiant Dawn. I wouldn't even no, make, wish no. that on my worst enemy. Mm-mm. <laughs> It's great about for, Fire forever. This is my favorite grain franchise now. Um, I think this is so. I did the two that is that are on the Switch, Three Houses and Three Hopes. I got like something around like two hundred and fifty hours in Three Houses. Yikes! I have like a hundred and fifty in Three Hopes. I just need to finish my last run through, and then I just finished. Path of Radiance, which is like the GameCube one, and now Radiant Dawn is like for the Wii or whatever. Um, Just a season of Radiance. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, it's those games. Like it's a turn-based, like tactical, like you're moving units, kind of like an army commander, and it's just like. But when your units are made of paper, and <laughs> they just die. Like Xerox or like not even Xerox, like not even Xerox. Like single ply dollar store toilet paper. Damn. Oh, you I remember. I think there was a screen that was like, "Oh, this <clears throat> character twisted their ankle when you move them, and then they fell down a pit, and now they're dead. It's game over." That's what happened to me. Literally, I'm not making that up. Mm-hmm. So I think I need a screenshot of that. Fair enough. It'll happen to me again. I'm more than certain. Oh, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, we spent a lot of time talking about Sony, talking about games, and we're excited. We're especially me and Beam. We're excited for all these things coming up because there's nowhere to go besides in front of our monitors because it's too goddamn hot outside. It is. Let me just check the weather. It is 87 degrees, and it is 9 o'clock, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. 9 o'clock. Nasty. My, uh, my Weather phone tomorrow, says, 101. Like one, my phone right now, 89 degrees, feels like 101. Just, Stupid. I, I will be on Xbox. Yep. 75 feels like 76. Wow. <laughs> I can't wait to go back to Connecticut. Oh. Said no Is one ever. Shit is gross. Yeah, said me out loud. Yo, but not not with. It's the humidity that gets you. All right. <laughs> so on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's your boy Lafini, the host that stay doing the most. Brought to you another episode with my beautiful co-host, your favorite rapper, your favorite streamer, Nick Beam, Como Se Dice Cruz. We are the bad kids. Keep it funky. Keep it fresh. Check out our content online. We're going to pretend like Nick is not doing that. Check out our content online. Bad Kids Pod. 
B-A-D-K-I-D-Z-P-O-D.com. Episode notes, all the exclusive links, references to what we were talking about, all of that. We out. Oh, we didn't talk about the soundtrack. All right, we'll do that next time. Yeah, we'll talk about it next time. Across the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Yeah, even though we know a lot of music. A lot of music came out, too. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, you we are a normal now. person. Gonna ain't snitch on me. Gonna ain't snitch on me. Gonna ain't snitch on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, man. Normal person. Gonna ain't snitch. He don't know you. He don't. All right, we out. We out for real this time. Bye. Peace.